Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're live now. There you are. You are live. No intro tonight. No music. <laughs> I just press live. You ain't getting none of that. You're sat in the Angie. What have I done? Um, let me let me at least. I've at least given you your name. There you there go. There we go. There uh, we go. Right. What the people do need to know is that I am exiting. I've just done two interviews back to back. I just did Jake Atlas, big fan. Jordan Grace, big fan. And that has unfortunately led me to being late for wrestling daily tonight. I appreciate all of you for sticking with us for now. But. I have to move out of my decrepit, dark bedroom um, downstairs into the office. It is the office. Studio. But SB3 is going to talk you through the opening exchanges before I return. So without further ado, here is the man himself, the true Hillary King, the most handsome, the, uh, I can't even remember what you call yourself on YouTube these days without sounding like terribly racist. What did you say? I'll take True Hill feed on for tonight, but yeah, there go, you go, go. Ahead. go ahead, go to the studio. Uh, what I did you call that. yourself now? The, I can't the, remember what it was. The, the, the ethnic epic. YouTuber extraordinaire. Yes. No, everyone has to understand. You can't take a gamble on things like that in this day and age. I would have looked. <laughs> That's just a bad gamble. But don't, don't be mad after. No, no, don't. Es- no, oh, we'll, don't we'll go get into. Don't we go will full, get into that. Don't go, don't go full Mascaster on them. But yes, oh, go to the brother. studio, sir. I will, I will greet the people. I am here for you, everyone. Alex is going to be making his travel over to the studio while I welcome you to Wrestling Daily. You hear the kids. They're ready to go. I hope all of you are in the live chat. Of course. We love SP3. There you yeah. go. You, the, cr- the crowd are going crazy for him. You. Daily boys out in this piece. What a chaotic start. It's like it's like Monday Night Raw back in the day when it just used to start with like a whole brawl at the beginning or like a match straight out the gate without the intro. That's what this edition of Wrestling Daily is like. That was Alex McCarthy. It is me. It is me, your true hill phenom, SP3. We are live right now. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, drop us a like. Share this video on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're new to the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content that we got here on Wrestling Daily as we keep on marching forward to 15 game, 15K, excuse me, where we will have Quizzlemania War Games. 
And of course, me and Alex are going to chat about the titular news. But of course, if you want to dictate the conversation, if you want to have your hot takes being spoken out here, right to my yeah, right here. Uh, right over here, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. We got a lot to get into. NXT last night, a whole bunch of news, a new signing to AEW. Mrs. Ronda Rousey, my favorite, had a certain tweet that got the wrestling world talking. As I said before, Max Caster pissed off a lot of people on AEW Dark 100. So it is a lot going on in the wrestling world. So before Alex comes back and he rejoins us. Let's get into the titular news, which is a possibility that WWE SummerSlam may be canceled. It was first reported by Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net. He is the reporter who, who broke the news of Danny O'Brien, Brian Danielson going over to AEW. Now he had a latest report this morning talking about WWE anticipating cancellation for SummerSlam and possibly returning to the Performance Center or finding a new place for the Thunderdome. He said in this report, uh, while speaking with sources within WWE, Cassidy Haynes was told that internally WWE expects that they will have to return to the Performance Center or another venue for their Thunderdome gimmick within a couple of weeks. Additionally, sources slated uh, to Cassidy Haynes that the feeling internally is that SummerSlam can slash will be canceled. Uh, the feeling is that the company fully expects that they will not be on the road in four weeks' time as there is concern about how they will be able to proceed in a non-contained environment. Uh, currently, the belief within WWE is that they will not, they do not expect another round of lockdowns but are fully anticipating bans or mass gatherings to potentially come down over the next few weeks. This comes off the heels of both WWE and AEW having uh, talking about in reports that they are making contingency plans just in case that there is lockdowns for the Delta variant. And of course, my daily, my daily boys, brother in the bubble ray to my Devon. He is here. He is in his studio. He is in the busted open wrestling daily studios and he is ready <laughs> to talk about the titular news i just broke down the report from cassidy haynes also mm. wanted to know uh wrestle wrestle votes also tweeted out about this report sources uh say says um SummerSlam happening at alliance stadium is still the plan with the event being just two weeks out wwe has had conversations with the city and venue and as of this very moment all things remain on track so it seems like more a of a preemptive thing and just talking about different plans just in case the worst case scenario happens but what's your thoughts on cassidy haynes report about SummerSlam possibly uh being canceled and Maybe a return to the Thunderdome or the PC coming? Oh, Jesus. Uh, first of all, Hector Rodriguez says, there he is. What happened, Alex? Uh, so I had two interviews back-to-back -back, uh, with Jake Atlas, then Jordan Grace, and they obviously over, you know, uh, I don't want to put the heat on Jordan here, but that interview was delayed, um, which, you know, that five minutes really put me out. So when I planned to get down here, it's all very delicate, right? Because in my time, it's like 8 p.m.-ish. The kids are going to bed. So I was upstairs doing the interviews. They're stuck down here. Then we have to switch. 
it's a complicated procedure that uh, the show had already got underway. So there you have it. SB3 held down the fort like the good brother that he is. Um, but you know what? You know what? We didn't give the people SB3 that we need to give them before I give the news about SummerSlam. The intro music. just wouldn't have been right it just right i literally told them this is like one of those raws back in the day that just went right to the action like with the whole brawl and then they went to the intro (laughs) this was perfect perfect. i I like to think everyone's forget that i do heroin uptown avondale but apparently not uh I've, i've always told you just a bit you know what I mean? Just just a little bit of heroin. I know my amount of heroin, <laughs> of course. Um, I don't really do heroin for anyone who takes that at face value. Uh, yeah, no cold opens for Wrestling Daily. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I was just going to play a clip because it was funny, but then I was like, nah, the drop in that is actually the best part. So I need to uh, keep it going. Give um, the people what they want. Well, you, you you want me to give the people what they want? Oh, well. It is Big E. He's, he's here on Talk Wrestling, home of the Big E push. How are you, Big E? I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, And thank you for being arguably the greatest voice in in all of of wrestling. I mean, I think. That's all that needs to be said. You don't need to watch the rest of the video. Not my words. That's Mr. Money in the Bag, everybody. Do you actually want me to get on with the show? Um... (laughs) What a wild and chaotic start to Monday Night Raw. What? What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise we will do a show, everybody. Um, if you want to stop us from doing heinous acts like that, please get your ultra chats in to the Daily Boys. We would love to have your thoughts. WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. Back to the news. Yes, actually, after however many minutes of my meandering. Yeah, so. Cassidy Haynes, by the way, is on a great role at the moment with Bodyslam.net. I know for a fact that he has um, sources within AEW. I don't think it's even much of a mystery. He's actually he yeah. went to school with one of the FTR guys. Um, but I think he actually knows people beyond him, of course, probably through yeah. him. You know how it goes. Um, so, yeah, they... I, I think what he was saying... Well, I know what he said about Daniel Bryan is accurate. In terms of... The SummerSlam news and the the stadium in Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, it's a no-brainer, right? Like, we know what's going on. We know the spikes in America and the variants and all of that, all of that stuff. I know that they're obviously desperately trying to get people jabbed over there. As far as I can tell, it's more resistance over there to it than the UK um, in terms of those who are choosing to get vaccinated and who aren't, um, which obviously is making things a little bit more difficult. SB3, I know you're in the New York area. Of course, it's a completely different coast to SummerSlam. Yeah. But the restrictions are back over there. What's going on? 
Yeah, there's more restrictions as far as like uh, gatherings. Like uh, it's now like kind of the mass mandate, which I think uh, Las Vegas in Alliance Stadium then just passed that down with the SummerSlam event coming up. That if it does happen there, they are gonna have uh, you know all the fans have to wear masks there and then a lot of like the live events for new york city you have to show your vaccination card thankfully i've been vaxxed i got the one shot one kill but I, I'm, I'm i'm vaxxed and ready to go to author ash stadium i'm trying to see if i can get to msg as well but we'll see we'll see about that tickets are not selling well on that so have I you have, have a chance <laughs> <laughs> have you done um uh if, if there's gonna be media offer ash you could you could do it for me could you not I, I am I am I am down and free. I getting clearance by by my wife. She says she doesn't want to go, but she said it's okay if I go. So I am good to go. And I, I yes, we can make that happen, sir. I'll reach uh, out. I'll reach yeah. out after this and see what's see what's what. Because this Friday, is it Friday? I don't even know. I'm getting my days confused. I've got Ricky Starks this week, right? Oh, <laughs> like, nice. I'll be talking to Ricky Starks at some point. Uh, I hope it's Friday now. I've got so, uh, you, you know my schedule is hard. Um, but either way, I've got that. Uh, so I will speak to the PR person because I am devastated that, of course, I can't be out there for the massive shows of AEW. I was really hoping I would be able to. I was really hoping for SummerSlam. And it just hasn't happened. But in regards to SummerSlam at the stadium, um, I spoke to a couple of guys today. Like, absolutely is the plan at the moment. They're moving forward of it. Um, it would take, you know, some real stringent government guidelines to prevent that from happening. If it can happen, it is happening, right? Like, there's no two ways about it. Um, I don't know if the WWE now that they're doing touring and in arenas would go back voluntarily for sure. That would have to be like a nationwide shutdown again, I think for any of them to do that. Yeah. Um, sorry, Steve H formerly known as Gatecrusher forever is absolutely right. I actually thought that as I was saying it, uh, but you can hey, do I a giveaway for your ticket, right? I, have, you know? I, haven't, bought, I haven't bought uh MSG tickets yet. So we can, we, we can do it, but that's a great comment. SP three be like, I can do media. Are you you could have told me that before I bought the ticket. <laughs> hey, Arthur Ash I wanted to go. I uh, wanted Ash, to go. Arthur Ash was affordable, so I'm not gonna be upset about that. And I think it'll be easy. I think a lot of people want to go to that event, especially if we got Brian Danielson there. MSG, they just announced that John Cena is gonna be there. So they, you know, there there is a lot of big events coming to the New York area, a lot of big events happening in Chicago. So I'm hoping that the the Delta variant, you know, cases are rising, but I'm hoping that it doesn't cause a full on shutdown. I don't want to I don't want that to happen. We just got through, you know, those empty arena and Thunderdome and Daly's Place uh, event. Mm. We need to be in front of fans and we see across the board ratings are pretty much up with all the all the different shows now that fans are in attendance so it is good for wrestling overall to be in front of fans so we don't need to go backwards so i'm just hoping that this is a this is just a contingency and a worst case scenario yeah i i think and i think it is that i would put my money down on SummerSlam happening and and things keep it moving uh i know the uk is not even as big as texas so it's not really a fair sample sample size against the u.s but uh, we had a spike. 
with the Delta variant, but um, we've rode it out and, and now it is going down. And primarily the reason behind that is, you know, everything's back to normal here pretty much. Um, it's just that everyone's getting vaccinated, right? So yeah. um, I, I don't know what percent of our country is vaccinated now. Um, it's high though. It's really high. So, and, and, and the data has kind of shown that as a result, we're okay. We've like, there was a spike, but we're on their way down again. Um, again, don't know how that works out for America. Obviously what's happening in New York isn't necessarily what's happening in Vegas. And there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Um, but I would, I'm very confident that SummerSlam goes ahead and it goes ahead at the, at the Las Vegas stadium. I really would be. Um, I like this comment from Uptown Avondale. The wrestling world needs SB3 and Alex Queen of the Ring together at MSG. I like that. a lot. I like the way Uptown Avondale uh, thinks. He's Operates. an elite good egg. He's an elite good egg. His thinking is on point. Except for uh, he thinks I'm big time and everyone all the time. Listen, I don't make Biggie say these things, Uptown. This is how, this is how I stay safe. From now on, I will wear it in honor of him. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was going to say upside down, but it's good. You're good, brother. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny. I was just saying about big leaguing. Jake Atlas today at the start of the interview was like, oh, I've seen you on the internet and i was like that's a nice way of saying you're on twitter too much isn't it like that you tweet too much mate i was like Ugh. um he doesn't he doesn't follow me either so you know that's a glaring indictment right there um <laughs> but england what england is basically the size of the west coast it's definitely not it's definitely <laughs> not no 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 I, I would say maybe uh yeah, Texas with uh, <laughs> Texas, with not, maybe California. Listen, the the I, bigger states combined, probably. California, I just, I just Googled it, has a population of about just under 40 million. We've got 66. <laughs> I, I think in land, it's something like 66. Yeah, it might be different now. That was years ago, probably. Um, I'm, I'm sure that Texas, by actual land mass and population, is bigger than the UK. But, uh, yeah, either way... Um, Hopefully, September 20th still happens where the WWE comes over to the UK uh, for the London show because I have some stuff planned for that. Um, really hope that happens. But, yeah, I I don't see any reason why. Like, if people are getting vaccinated, then then we should be on, on the up. Should be on the upper D. Uh, yeah. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, I do still think that SummerSlam will be happening at a venue. Um, I, I, almost certain it will be the Las Vegas Stadium. Um, where we go after that in terms of tour dates I think it will just be a case of what you've just said SB3 there'll be some mandates in place perhaps you know maybe you can only collect your tickets if you are vaccinated and you wear a mask but I do still think that all promotions will be on the road This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Let's move in another direction for news. Um, now, Ronda Rousey has something to say last night, didn't she? I looked at Twitter. Oh, it was a storm. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, it was literally blown up everywhere. It was one of those things that I already wanted to stop talking about it about 10 minutes after it happened. I was like, oh, God, everyone is going crazy about this. Uh, and it was like completely different opinions. Uh, so yeah. just to quantify, Ronda Rousey said, I've seen you same fans chanting, we want Wyatt last night, chanting, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. I think she's referencing... Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy at Elimination Chamber. Uh, if the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots, you ungrateful idiots did it first. Uh, now, let me start this off, SP3, because I know you are Ronda Rousey's chief defender. Um, regardless of if she has some merits to the point or not, which, again, I'm not saying that there aren't fans aren't stupid like that sometimes or whatever that is a ridiculous blanket statement to make right like you can't say anyone who missed Bray Wyatt or is sad about his departure well it's your fault he's gone it fucking isn't that's a ridiculous thing to say when the corporation has been laying off people month after month after month is that to say that it's our fault everyone's gone we could have saved everyone's job like, if, if it's our reactions that cost him his job, then Roman Reigns was fucked years ago, SP3. <laughs> Don't give me that shit! It made me mad reading that opinion. And I actually understood, right? Let me quantify this. I, under, I kind of understood what she was getting at. I just think she said it completely the wrong way. That's my take on it. SP3, I grant you the floor. <laughs> we, the people of the United States of Ronda Rousey, are here today. To, to plea in her defense. 
Uh, Ronda Rousey is a woman who is known for having bad takes. I'm just going to that. Ronda Rousey, Louis Dangle. It, it, it's a club. It's, it's a close. real club. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. I'm just going to say that. It's pretty close. And I think, I think our good friend, Luke Ogan of Wrestle Talk, put it best on his uh, Twitter, quoting one of the greatest movies of all time, Clerks, mm, when mm-hmm. Dante was talking to Randall and he says, I love this job. If it wasn't for the, the freaking uh, customers, that's Ronda Rousey. That is Rousey. <laughs> she loves professional wrestling, but the fans, not so much. So I'm going to break let this me, down. Let, let, let me just give you this quick interjection. I, yeah. I want you to finish your point. Do you think Rousey is still better with fans because she was booed out of Staples Center? Just a little bit in her hometown <laughs> of Staples Center. I think she's a little salty about that. She still is. You guys chose Becky Lynch over her. You didn't have to choose. It could have been split down the middle. It didn't have to be that. She didn't even burst Becky on that night, and y'all still booed her out the building. Like, it's ridiculous. But it, I'm going to break this down like Undisputed. Undisputed access sometimes, you know, when someone loses a playoff game, it was like, mm. who deserves the percentage for the loss? So who deserves the percentage for the L that is Bray Wyatt? I think it's oh. about 80% WWE. WWE, no doubt in my mind, deserves a high percentage of this. But in my eyes, I think the 15%, the next 15%, I'm going to say 5%, next 15% goes to us fans. Like, I'm sorry. WWE is is a very weird... I, I don't even know the saying for it. It's just very weird. <laughs> and when they hear booze, they have to put the blame on somebody. Yes, Bray Wyatt came out at WrestleMania 37. He did his whole reincarnation, and we cheered him. We were happy to see The Fiend live once again. But by the end of the matchup, fans were booing. They were not happy. Yes, that is down to what WWE did with the booking of the match, having Alexa Bliss, Ugu's black goo out of her head. And, Unexplainable and, black and, goo, and yeah. And Randy Orton beating, beating, uh, beating The Fiend. But in Vince McMahon's eyes, He's like, Bray Wyatt is in the ring and fans are booing. There must be a problem. It's not Randy Orton's fault. It's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell me Vince thinks that. That's the problem. I I told you. I have I have one of the best Vince hats in all of wrestling (laughs) media. I know this man. I know this man. It might be because my wife was was uh, her family was a part of management for wwe maybe that mm. it transferred over to me you know being in the same bed with her you know you get you get the vince you get the vince head and you just think like vince and i'm thinking what vince thought was it's not my fault it's not randy orton's fault it's not alexa bliss fault. i still need to make money off of her this is Bray <laughs> Wyatt's fault this is Bray wyatt's fault and that is why people are booing people booed at hell in a cell that wasn't my fault. That was Seth Rollins' fault. That was majorly Seth Rollins' fault. But that was also kind of uh, Bray Wyatt's fault. You, you know, by the way, I did an interview with Seth Rollins yeah. after that. He he holds a grudge about that night. <laughs> Seth Rollins carries a great deal of bitterness about yeah. that night. And not a Bray Wyatt. He's like, WWE hung me up to dry. And this is Seth Rollins saying that. The most company man ever, by the way. Um, I just... I, I just I, I just think that fans always stick with people. And for a lot, they did stick with Bray Wyatt. But I feel like they stuck more with 
Daniel Bryan through bad booking. They stuck more with CM Punk through bad booking. They even stuck through Kofi Kingston, 11 years of Kofi Kingston. And then when he finally got an opportunity, they stuck with him all the way. But after he won the title too, like WWE didn't do much with him, but they also fans were like, like pleading for WWE to give him more and put him in the main event. Really? They was like, no, we got what we wanted. That was it. So I think that this is an overall statement by Ronda Rousey that fans are fickle. And in any any type of genre, fans are fickle. I'm, I, I just That's just a, a fact of life. And I, I'm not saying this as me pointing at all of you guys, ungrateful idiots. I'm an ungrateful idiot too. We're all <laughs> ungrateful idiots. Ronda Rousey's talking about all of us, but I'm okay with that because I am a representative of the United States of Ronda Rousey, and I approve that message. No, no, you don't. Not in your heart of hearts, you don't. Um, by that logic, there are so many superstars of Vince would go, it's their goddamn fault. They've got to go. They can't get over. Uh, I I just I don't know. Man. I just like, think I just think she chose the wrong hill to die on. This was not a, it was not a good example with Bray Wyatt. There's a hundred and million, there what there's been like 40 different superstars who got released that people did not care about until they got released. So she could have mm. done this for any of those when she did it for Bray Wyatt. That was just the wrong hill to die. There's on. a lot of, there's a lot of people who liked Bray Wyatt. And yeah. and more to the point, like he was one of the top merch sellers. So like if fans are really talking, their pockets is maybe the strongest way they can talk. And The Fiend was one of the biggest merch movers. So how can you say that people weren't behind him or celebrating him? And you know what? I've got some people um, tweeting me uh, yesterday, like part of their argument to, to support Rousey was well, you know, he won. He, he got all of these worst awards with the Observer. Fuck off with that. That's the smallest sample size ever. I do not Ooh. care if he wins the worst gimmick award from the Observer. So that means that Rousey is right, and we didn't appreciate. Like I will not be spoken for, and that's the bottom line. But Rousey is, you know, I, I, do I like it when crowds chant what? No. Uh, do I love it when the beach ball stuff happens? Not really. I've been in the crowd when it does happen. Um, you know, after Mania and stuff. Didn't love that either. Um, so therefore, do not blanket statement, right? That's the main yeah. problem. She generalised and she was like, all of you, uh, I'm not having that. Like, look, I was speaking to Louis earlier. You won't be surprised about the terrible take coming up here. And oh, he was boy. like, well, he was like, well, you know, She's right. You know, people were like this when no, no way Jose left. I was like, I didn't say no way Jose deserved more. <laughs> I didn't sit. You know, no, no offense to no way Jose, yeah. but I, I, I didn't sit there and go, God, that man should have had more. Like, come on, don't just make a point. People, make a point. people were making fun of Impact when he showed up in the middle of the show. They was like, Oh yeah, y'all said the world was changing, and no way Jose is your big free agency signing. So I, I don't know who the these individuals that wanted more for No Way Jose. Not saying anything wrong with the brother. He, you know, get it, get a check while you can. You know, you do mm. the lines in Impact Wrestling. Get that bag, my dude. But nobody was asking for more for Mo, No Way Jose. Yeah. I, oh, man. I want to. I'm looking through our DMs now because <laughs> I. I can't find. He said no way, Jose and someone else. And like so again, a blanket statement. He's like, you know, everyone was like that. I said, I, I absolutely wasn't. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, that's a good point. There you go. No love for no way, Jose on Wrestle Talk. Couldn't even be on WrestleMania. Damn it. Um, I don't want to drive people away from here. But Becky, uh, Becky Ronda Rousey is actually doing a uh, Instagram live 
right now. I just got a notification. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I wonder... I mean, I, surely there's no rules against me getting this up right now, is there, and seeing what she's saying? Um, See, she's probably not addressing the comments at all. <laughs> no, I don't think she is. 12 minutes ago, gaming for charity continues. She doesn't give a shit. I feel um, like Ronda Rousey put out this tweet knowing the type of reaction it was going to get, and she's like, she's like um, uh, the dude from Community coming in with the pizza and the whole place is on fire. <laughs> like, she's like... And then she's sitting there like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's all surrounded by fire. And she's totally fine with it. She knew what she was going to, the type of reaction she's going to get. And I'm happy for her. Take out all the angst that you have being pregnant at home and let there it you go on the ungrateful idiots like myself who, yeah. <laughs> who chanted, we want beach balls to Bray Wyatt. Boy, boy you're trying. Um let it let it out, Ryder. Let it let it, let us take the burden of your pregnancy on our shoulders. Damn it, we'll do it for you, Ronda. Um, we'll speaking it. of speaking of not good ideas, which I am going to finally say that wasn't a good idea. That tweet, um, although if she got what she wanted, I guess it was. Um, Max Caster. Now uh, I don't want to repeat word for word what he said in his promo. <sighs> He's clever enough to not do this. This is this is what bothers me. Like, um, even the the Julia Hartline at the end, you know, I see that a lot of people. Nothing. I I see people going, you know, he's what is he thirty three? I think he is or thirty two, and she's nineteen. Um, he said something to the effect, although he didn't actually say it, but you know, he did the uh, two thousand three gimmick. Yeah, yeah, with these nuts. Uh, he was like. Um, What's the smell here in North Carolina? Oh, that's Julia Hartz. Uh, but that's not, it's not remotely close. You know, and to me, compared to the other two, that like that's fine, right? I don't think anyone would be going, oh, you know, that has to go. It probably some people would have gone, oh, it's distasteful, right? Yeah. But the other two, mm. uh, so Charlotte Flair on Raw had a promo as well, where she mentioned Simone Biles. And obviously she struggled with mental health during the Olympics, eventually did compete, overcome those, you know, demons for want of a better term and got a bronze. Great, great credit to her. Um, I get it, SB3, that wrestling are like characters. Okay. So technically they could say or do anything within the confines of a wrestling show. Just like, you know, someone kills someone in Game of Thrones and yeah. it's okay. This is not that. This is sending the wrong message. Also, wrestling is completely different, in my opinion, to those shows because the characters are so, you know, this whole kayfabery and they kind of live their life as those characters. I think it makes it a bit different. Um, I did not enjoy the reference to Simone Biles at all. Um, why? If someone's struggling with their mental health, I just feel like it's really um, thoughtless to then bring more attention to that when they're already struggling with the overbearing sense of the weight on their shoulders, particularly in Simone Biles' case, where it's like the Olympics and the pressure of it clearly got to her. Um, I mean, Charlotte Flair's promo was rambling nonsense yeah. anyway. Like the, the link, and she kept going, I'm going somewhere with this, but she didn't. She she didn't link the two at all. She no. tried, And if, if she did... Her link was that Simone Biles struggling with mental health 
was the same as being cashed in. Yep. With the money in the, the bank. That's that's the relativity. That is. You should, I mean, again, I don't know who approved or wrote that, but that's terrible. Um, it's just not. Oh my word! Like there is, I, I. That's not a, to to say that those two things are the same or even imply it. That's not hill heat. It isn't. It's it's dreadful. But Max Caster, of course, took it a step further. Uh, again, I won't go into what he said exactly, but he mentioned some bars, and then he also mentioned. I want to say that it was like an old rape case. The um, lacrosse team, yeah. Duke lacrosse team. I mean, again, I think it wasn't actually charged in the end or whatever, but obviously it's yeah. still like a very rape. Is that really going to be your your topic? Like, man, pick your. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just like mental health and rape are probably the two of the first things to avoid um, in any kind of scenario like that, especially if you're trying to like, you know, Max Caster is very clever in the way he pops people and stuff sometimes. But I thought this is way, way, way wide of the mark. Um, AW have had to take it down now. Tony Khan is now taking over Dark. He hadn't seen it until it came out. They had six days to edit that out and they didn't. Um, WWE have said nothing. Of course, I haven't about the Charlotte Flair promo. Uh, I think in both cases, I thought, actually, SP3, your tweet this morning when I woke up summed it up perfectly. Both of them are bad ideas. There is no tribalism involved. They're both objectively bad. Yeah. And I want to I want to also like elaborate on that tweet. I am not trying to say Max Caster is a bad person. I'm not trying mm. to say Charlotte Flair is a bad person. People aren't defined I, by by you know by, by one thing. By course. one thing they say, and in professional wrestling, it comes down to where they work. I put majority of the blame for Charlotte Flair's promo on WWE. Whoever wrote the script, whoever allowed it to be aired, who thought it was okay, who thought it was, oh, we're being current, we're being relevant, let's let's talk about that. No, that had nothing to do with that. That was a way to garner heat, and it was a bad way to go about it. With Max Caster, I am more upset with AEW because they had six days to, to mm. edit that out, like... I appreciate Tony Khan being accountable and saying that it was terrible and saying that, you know, he's going to be now editing, you know, AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. But it's unacceptable that that was able to go out, that that was on, that you let it, you let it air, then you edited out, and then you still had the, the original version unlisted. You didn't even put it on private. Like, you could have just, like, totally erased that video, you know, forget how many views you got on it totally take that off because that's a bad look for the company overall and in a time where aew is gaining momentum where fans are falling back in love with professional wrestling because of what aew is doing that is such a bad look so bad mm. like at this point with with being a wwe fan for as long as i am i kind of expect things like this to kind of happen sometimes with wwe i expect better from aew so yeah i'm probably more upset with aew but i'm not upset with max caster i'm not upset with charlotte flair because one thing that you say you have to use this as a learning experience this is not okay in 2021 in 1998 i was just watching a 1996 raw where kids in the crowd were chanting at Goldust the f word Mm. And, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the one that rhymes with suck. I'm talking about the worst <laughs> F word. And exactly. 
it wasn't okay then and this stuff ain't okay now so jace we just need this to get away from professional wrestling because it takes you out of the moment and the people that are trying to say heels are able to save this stuff because they're heels nah. and they're trying to get heat nah you have to be better than that there's more creative ways to do that and that's not the way well you know you again you look at how inspirational some superstars are to some people and the effects they have it, it works both ways um and i'm not here to judge anyone at all um you know it'd be a lot worse if they said it in interviews outside of a tv setting for instance right i get yeah. it that you know, uh, particularly in Charlotte's case, it would have been written for her. And yeah, you can say, oh, well, she should have done this or, you know, somebody should have, there's a lot of different people who probably should have said no. Um, but again, she was playing a role on TV, albeit it was just a bad take from all concern. For Max Castor, I guess the guy writing that, just just, just learn from it. Again, I'm not judging yeah. him and, uh, you know, uh, I don't think he's a bad person or anything like that. Yeah, he's probably just trying to, do some shockwaves and all of this, you know, great stuff. But um, yeah, it's a misfire and just one you have to learn from. That's all I would say for that. And like you said, the main thing is the companies should learn, um, particularly AEW, because they've made their stance very clear on stuff like this. Um, so, yeah, just that that's, that that's what I want to take away from it, that, you know, these things aren't to be mocked at. It's particularly, um, and I'm not trying to put more significance on anything than anything else out of everything that was said. But to me, in particular, mental health has come such a long way. Somebody very close to me struggles with it daily. And um, to see it kind of belittled for for what some of people might defend as heat, I think is very, very poor. Very poor. So, uh, again, let's just hope we all learn and move forward from that. As usual, SB3, we're not sticking to what we said we would. Um, listen, there's only one way to break up this show. Uh, probably this. I'm Steph Chase. No. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got to talk about NXT. I want to talk a little bit about Ric Flair because he clarified some things. Uh, and we have the debate. My word. Do you want to give us like, I'll tell you what, the clock now is 44 past. SB3, I'm going to give you until 10-2. If you do it before, then you're very good. To run us through NXT and the high points that we need to note from there. And I'll chime in if I need to. Uh, so I got to start from the, the last thing I saw to to the beginning. I won't go chronologically. But uh, yes, the love her or lose her match which wasn't even a stipulation because Johnny Gargano <laughs> defeated Dexter Loomis, which meant that he would lose Indy Hartwell, but the show ended with Index finally kissing. It's like that moment when Corey and Depanga finally kissed in season two, I believe. Yeah, season two or season three of uh, Boy Meets World. It was, like, it was like hearts coming together and kissing. A stalker and the woman he's been stalking while the mom and dad just stand there confused and upset that their daughter is going off with a creep. And why even have stipulations in, in NXT? Why let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me just, let me just jump in there a little bit, right? I understand what you're saying. But also, like, the moment isn't good, right, with the whole kiss at the end and, and the turnaround, if 
he doesn't lose, right? Like, I, I understand why they did it, but obviously the stipulation meant nothing. I, I grant that. But I know why they did it the way they did it. Yes. I mean, I would just say that's probably the most noteworthy thing on the show. The best thing on the show, though, was, in my opinion, was uh, Dakota Kai's promo explanation oh. on her heel turn from last week, basically telling the story of her uh, connecting Ra- Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, reminding us where Raquel Gonzalez started when she lost in the May Young Classic, and Dakota brought her in. She helped her defeat uh, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, all these different uh, women, but uh, she finally started making a star of herself, defeating you know Rhea Ripley winning in war games and then Io Shirai got her the gave her the title shot instead of Dakota and she felt she felt like um ever since then with Raquel winning the title that she had basically forgotten about Dakota and wasn't mm. fighting to get the championship because all Dakota wanted to do was win the NXT tag team titles but it just felt like Raquel was only worried about the women's championship so that's why she turned on her I would say this is better than 90% of the promo explanations that we get on heel turns like there's there, if you remember, I don't know if anybody remembers when Dean Ambrose turned on on Seth Rollins. It was a great moment. It was some some people were upset with it, but it was a great. Mo- I, I, it was visceral because I wasn't expecting that on the same day that Roman admits he has leukemia. Yeah. Dean turns on Seth, so some people were upset with it, but no one can deny it was shocking. But we yeah. never got an explanation until like four weeks later. Like this is this is what WWE usually does with heel turns. So to get it the week after and it makes sense the whole thing. I think this was a great job and it sets up a big match at Takeover Thirty Six. The prime target for Valter and Dragonoff was. Oh masterpiece this is why wwe has the best production in the game so i'm looking forward to that as well roger strong versus bobby fish was a solid matchup but that's another one where i'm just like this should feel way more important than it was this just felt like it was just a random match on nxt not two of like the biggest faction that you ever had two guys from it battling it just didn't have the oomph to it um, we had Trey Baxter defeating Joe Gacy to move on in the breakout tournament. A uh, really fun tag team match with uh, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes losing to the Grizzle Young Veterans. Cameron Grimes in his butler suit uh, trying to fight against the odds. L.A. Knight left him hanging, and then he lost to the Grizzle Young Veterans. And then his papa, Uncle Teddy, came out. Uh, Million Dollar <laughs> came out and helped him and told him, this is what I told you. You got to you gotta get your way out of this somehow. So, I thought all those were really good stuff. Um, also, Ridge Holland had his in-ring return. Um, yeah. He looked good against Ikeman Gyro. Ikeman Gyro, he's just so charismatic. I, I love any anytime he's in the ring. It's just fun. Uh, and I would say that uh, Holland, Dunn, and Lorgan kind of make a very formidable stable and kind of fit more than a lot of the other stables on there. And speaking of stables, I'm always talking about Hit Row because if you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. Uh, they had the opening matchup with Legado del Fantasma. Good match. Lame finish. And I don't know how safe it is during a pandemic for another man to pull out another man's gold teeth. But that's what uh, Santos Escobar did to Isaiah Swerve Scott. But it made it personal. Made it personal. Mm. So it seems like they're setting up something for uh, TakeOver 36. I feel like all the pieces are in place for them to have a stat card at TakeOver 36. But to be honest with you, if you missed this episode of NXT, you didn't miss much. You can just take this five minutes of Wrestling Daily and you're up to date. 
Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe also made his presence felt, choking out a bunch of security guards, whereas Karrion Cross, for some obscure reason, was on the commentary table. And he ran uh, away. It's like, it's yeah. like and the then, imperious and, Karrion Cross ran away. And then you um, can obviously tell the crowd was silenced. Was you, They took the volume down of the crowd because you heard just random noise in the background while Karrion Cross was talking. So for all the people that were at the event, like, oh, no, they taped two segments for Karrion Cross. No, they taped one and they taped it over because a lot of people were chanting Jeff Hardy. I could tell by the way yeah. the crowd sounded when Karrion Cross was talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there was that. Uh, Pete Dunne obviously cut the promo saying we're the baddest three men in NXT. Like, I dare you to prove us wrong, which leads me to believe that there's going to be a future thing with, I don't know, Hit Row, Diamond Mine. Those are obviously in the offing, which are quite exciting. I just want to see Pete Dunne do cool stuff. Um, you didn't mention Io Shirai and Zoe Stark's acting masterpiece. Oh, my SP3. God. I wanted, to, I wanted to forget that because that was <gasps> probably that's, – uh, that's a candidate – for the worst segment in NXT history. My God. I I know the goal was to make us be like, oh, you know, EO and they're friends. They're, they're friends and they're so funny together. They're an odd couple. Look at this. One likes sushi, the other doesn't. One one's one's heard of freaking uh Watabi sauce and the other has it. Like, and then and then and then Zoe Starks had the racist comment of asking the, the waitress, Oh, are you in are you in uh EO friends? Are you from Japan? Like, she's like, no, I'm from Kansas. I just speak the same language. Like, you idiot. Oh, my God. Zoe Starks came off so unlikable. This was awful. Oh, so awful. It was not good. I haven't seen one good review of that segment. SB3, we're on the home straight. Uh, and just let me touch on Ric Flair before we do the closing debate. Um, even though the Ronda Rousey thing was kind of a debate, but we got another one. Uh, yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Ric Flair... So Brian Alvarez didn't just allude to it. He basically said that Ric Flair walked because he complained about Charlotte Flair's booking on Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, he was very forthright about that. He said that Ric Flair said to Vince McMahon, do something about it or I'll quit. Vince obviously didn't. And that was the end. Uh, Ric Flair doesn't see it like that at all. Um, he has been saying, as is, you know, as was true with his statement yesterday, to be fair, SB3, uh, you know, he said that it would come to a very friendly conclusion and that he just wanted to do other things. Um, in an update with Ric Flair, I know he, I think he was on a show yesterday and I'm just looking for the actual quotes, which are hard to come by for some obscure reason. Um, so he was on a show and I think it was People or something like that. And he was basically saying that he wanted to pursue other things like a wine. He wants to do his own line of wine yeah. that he couldn't do with WWE. He wants to do, he wants his own network, which I think is pretty staggering. Um, there was a lot of different things that Rick wanted to do. And he said that was the main reason he, him and WWE just did not agree on his future. And as a result, he was released. It wasn't, I don't think booking had anything to do with it. If you ask Rick Flair, um, I don't know if this really adds anything to what we heard the other day, other than just to dispel the notion that Ric Flair, for some obscure reason, at 72, was trying to book WWE, which I always thought was a very long shot. Not sure why that would have done the rounds. I know Fightful said that uh, Rick wasn't happy about the booking, so I can imagine that's a very easy rumour 
to get hold of, right? Like, or to gather traction. And I don't think he was happy with what he was involved in. Yeah, he kind of said in in a separate interview when he was still with WWE that he didn't like the Lacey Evans. Uh, yeah, who did? Line. No one did. No one. Um, so, I mean, I, I can believe all of that, but I always found it hard to believe that he was going to be ringing up for Charlotte. Like, as if, oh, you can't cash in on Charlotte. What are you doing, Vince? And Vince goes, you, you can't talk to me like that, Rick. You're fired. And then players uh, like, you can't fire me. I'm all on fire. <laughs> woo, woo. Yeah, no, uh, yeah I, I didn't uh, anticipate that happening. So um, I'm glad that it's cleared up. Obviously, it's from the horse's mouth. Whether you believe Rick or not is up to you. But I certainly find that more palatable than the charlotte rant that supposedly transpired sb3 what was our debate today isn't it not that's not the right grammar is it not a how many stars is too much for aew if they pick up brian cole and punk is it too much sp3 And this comes off the heels of today, uh, Fightful Select reporting that uh, Ruby Soho, or a.k.a. Ruby Riot, is the latest uh, person that AEW is about to sign. Great pickup, let me say. 100% one of the most needed uh, pickups for AEW. When it comes to AEW, the number one gripe, the number one complaint is about their women's division. And, you know, although that they did do improvements before uh, Double or Nothing, probably like between like the beginning of the year to Double or Nothing, the women's division was steadily gaining traction. And then ever since Double or Nothing, it's just been same, same old stuff uh, once again with one woman segment per show. And that's the only thing that's been lacking with their return to uh, live fans. But getting a talent who is so respected, like Ruby Soho, it creates different matches. It gives them a star of some name value to go along with Britt Baker, to go along with Thunder Rosa, go along with Jay Cargill. So this is what they need, and I'm very happy. This is a big pickup for them. But the question is, how much talent is too much for uh, AEW? There you go. That's Ruby go into AEWs. Yeah, how much is too much is the question. Obviously Bray Wyatt is also on the free agent market right now. Technically Braun Strowman there's a ton of guys that AEW could pick up if they wanted to pick up and we obviously hear that Brian Punk are basically done which is still wild Um, and Adam Cole, we know that his contract, uh, I'd heard this the same day as the Punk News. SB3 will be able to attest that Adam Cole, you know, two, two weeks ago I was told that Adam Cole's contract had lapsed at Great American Bash, had re-upped to put Kyle over, which is obviously the update that I provided um, the other day. He wants to put Kyle over at 36, but then his contract expires. Um, Tentatively, the plan perhaps was to have him um, appear at one of the shows after that. There's no non-compete clause for Cole as well, by the way. You add those three to the mix. Now, we've already got, um, I, just to, just to set my stool here, I'm a proponent where I don't think you can ever have too much talent, right? You look at the Attitude Era with Austin and Rock, and it trickles down from there with Triple H, Undertaker, Mankind, Jericho, Benoit, Guerrero, uh, Angle. Like they're not all at the top at the same time, but they, it kind of percolates that way, and it, and the rub yeah. helps. Um, 
you then look at AEW right now. Now we know what the mountaintop looks like with Jericho and Omega Moxley. But then, of course, bubbling around that is MJF, is uh, Jungle Allen. Boy, Darby oh, Allen, dude. Hangman Page. Uh, Miro is, 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 per, is bubbling away there as well. Eddie Kingston is a, is a decent player as well in that mix. Um, there are a ton of Sammy Guevara is on the rise. There are a ton of guys. If AEW picks up nobody, they would be fine. Right? They're going along nicely. Yes. But you don't not pick up CM Punk, Adam Cole, and Daniel Bryan. You no. don't not pick them up if you can. That would be my argument, SP3. There are some talents you make room for and you make it work to benefit everyone else. Yeah, I, I agree with those three. But I think that after that point, if we get to like the Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, then it's a little much. It's a little too much. Like it's a case feel, by case basis, maybe. Yeah, it's a case by case study because you know CM Punk, first time coming back in seven years, we saw what that did for the United Center on a few days' notice without yeah. any confirmation of CM Punk being just at this event. Just a rumor, just a couple of teases. And they sold out the United Center, one of their highest drawing events of their whole inception on a couple of days notice. That That's ridiculous. And that tells you to the momentum of AEW and how much their fans believe in them and trust them for their word and trust them for their teases that CM Punk is going to be there. So that's great right there. Um as far as Daniel Bryan, he's another one because he's just coming off of being in the main event of WrestleMania. So for him to go to AEW, that's huge for them. And that tells to the people like uh, that are they're going to have their contract expired that they can leave from WWE to AEW. See, even my daughter's excited about Baby Wyatt, three. By, yes, she is. <laughs> about about Brian Danielson coming to AEW because that's huge for someone who was just in the main event of WrestleMania. And I made the the whole talk that him coming is really telling for the people like that are seeing and are getting upset with what's going on behind the scenes with all the releases that they have other options, that there's a world of opportunities in 2021 for people to leave WWE and have new opportunities in AEW, in Impact Wrestling, in New Japan. There's plenty of, of stuff for them to do there. You want to get on this on the show? Uh, <laughs> is it running? Do we have a run-in? She, she took my phone, so <laughs> she took my uh, phone and started running. You, you want to get on? Yeah, come on. Come on. Uh, hey! <laughs> Yo! Say hi to the people. Hey! <laughs> hey! You cutie! Ooh! See, she she's gonna help me win this debate. So yeah, so <laughs> so Adam Adam Cole is another one. Baby three, there you have it. <laughs> Adam Cole is another one because you know he saw what happened with Tyler Breeze, and you saw his reaction on his Twitch stream. He was not happy to to see that. So him leaving is big because he's on NXT. He might not feel that his his whole like what he can do, his potential on the main roster is what it is, but he can go to AEW and he can achieve greater things for comparable money. So yeah. he's going to be very telling for other people on the NXT roster who are like a Johnny Gargano or a Tommaso Ciampa that have been there for a while who really don't seem like they want to go to the main roster. They may decide, hey, maybe AEW is greener pastures. 
I mean, you say comparable money. You might even make more money from NXT into AEW. I know main roster money in WWE is like the game changer. But um, if I'm Adam Cole, I think you would be looking at um, NXT talent, how they've been used on the main roster and thinking, hmm, is that for me? Um, you know, not to say or disparage any of Adam Cole's talents because he is exceptional. We all know this. But a five foot ten guy, I, I said something similar to this yesterday. Go into the main roster. You're gambling that Vince likes him. You know, there is a precedent set with guys his similar height being successful, but not many. You know, Daniel Bryan's of this world and Cole certainly has the capabilities to be in that realm. But again, it's not like a given that Vince is going to look at Adam Cole and see what Triple H and the rest of us see. We've seen this. He doesn't have the same outlook as the rest of us. Um, whereas... Britt Baker in AEW, the elite. Yeah, they poisoned him to death. But, you know, come on, there's a way back. Um, there's. But that's, there, the there, thing, that's the thing with that, not to interrupt you, but like they left a money matchup on the table when Adam Cole left their WWE. They never got to do Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega and Ring of Honor exactly, or New exactly. Japan. So him coming to AEW, that's instantly a money matchup that they have a lot of history and story behind. Especially with the elite being what they are now on TV with the good brothers and Kenny and you know, all of that good stuff and the Bucks and all that good stuff. So um, I think it plays right into it. It's good timing. If I was Adam Cole, I think that makes sense. I'm obviously not Adam Cole, um, but just weighing all of those things up, you can see why that would be appealing. It looks like he's out the door. I, I, again, you know, and I know this from just speaking to him in the interviews, the guy is a huge gamer. I know he's on up, up, down, up, up, down, down, but like really big gamer. Um, he probably wants to do some projects outside that he can't do in WWE with that as well. I wouldn't bet against that at all. And that's something that he can do in conjunction with AEW. So I think uh, it's all the signs would point to that. And I, and I think that the worrying trend for WWE is that, more wrestlers are thinking that way. I think Moxley was the one who kind of set the precedent. You know, you could argue Jericho, but I would say Moxley's the more current top guy who made that first move. And people are realizing, hey, you know, I can make good money. I can be happy. The schedule's friendly. I can do things I'm passionate about outside of. The wrestling landscape these days is basically WWE and everything else. I can sign at AEW, make good money, have that exposure, and still fulfill any dreams that I have, how many guys are thinking the other way around? How many guys in AEW go, man, I want to get to WWE and have that WrestleMania moment. That's not to disparage that because that's a big thing that people have you know, signed to WWE for for years. Yeah. But versus, it's a difficult thing. I don't think um, WWE's holds as much pull as they used to, especially the way they've treated talent over the past couple of years and these releases. Most people are going to be thinking, is that a gamble I want to take? Um, I don't think it's clear cut as it used to be. I think the tide has turned with AEW when it comes to talent thinking about their futures. And that's a very heavy thing. But with that, comes responsibility from AEW because as you say you've got to make the right picks and I think thus far they have I think Andrade Malachi Black um and Miro if I would have picked anyone out of all of the WWE releases it would have been those so fair play probably yeah. wouldn't have picked, I probably wouldn't have picked Sean Spears I'm just, they, gonna, I'm just gonna be honest but they, they other were, than that 
they let Zach Ryder go. They let they let Matt Cardona. So I I I, I hate the the whole talk that and Christian. Talk. I like Christian. I like yeah, Christian, Christian spot. People complain about Christian spot, but I like it. Um, I like I like do more. Yeah, mm. but I just feel like the the line has to be cut with someone like uh, Braun Strowman because he's something that can hurt a lot of people that are on the rise in AEW, in my opinion. Because you got, I just your, don't think he suits it. I just don't yeah, think he suits yeah, he, he doesn't suit their vibe, and he's gonna hurt people like a like a Lance Archer, like a Brian Cage, like a Powerhouse Hobbs, like a Wardlow. All these monster mm. heels, monster baby faces that they're building up. Someone like Braun Strowman is gonna negate that. While we're here, by the way, all the best to Powerhouse Hobbs, who announced that he lost his mother on Twitter today. So uh, all of the thoughts from myself, the Wrestling Daily team, I'm sure I speak for all of you. Good eggs in the chat as well. All the best and all the love to Powerhouse Hobbs and his family um, during this difficult time. But yeah, for Braun Strowman to tie a bow on that, I feel like um, he, he he didn't like uh, pursue professional wrestling. He he joined wwe you know what i mean massive yeah. dude um that is his wrestling business uh, he was never going to be like a guy well traveled on the indies or anything so i think it's really wwe or bust for him if i'm honest i don't see him turning up anywhere else but i could be wrong uh anyway thank you so much guys for bearing with us with the chaotic start to the show this week but we got there in the end and what a great show it was so thank you very much the good eggs let me just say something right we uh have no, no ultra chats this episode guys Guys, we want the good eggs opinion. So let's get back to that. That's my favorite part of the show is when you guys get involved with your takes. So uh, when SB3 is back next Wednesday, you know what to do. Let's get those ultra chats going. You can become a member of Wrestling Daily. You can have one of those cool logos above your name. And whenever I go on a rant, there you go. A, uh, baby three is adorable. Thank you. You could, have, you could use one of the emojis at the bottom. Maybe the good egg one. Maybe the Daily Boys. Um, to celebrate on that when it happens. So become a member. There is uh, next to the video is how you can do that. I think Chris Petrie is saying we have two ultra chats today. I don't know. What? Um, <laughs> not on my, have, I, have I got the, I, I've got the, maybe I've got the wrong list open. Oh, she's furious with me. I'm sorry. Um, right. I will get to the ultra chats, but either way, Keep them coming, guys. Um, I very much love the Ultra Chats. Um, I'm getting them up now. Here they are. So the first one comes from Chuck Cassis. He says, hey, guys, uh, how are your days going? Not bad, Chuck. We're all good here. Very excited for AEW tonight and to see it live in Cincinnati. Go on, Chuck. Uh, I know Alex can't, but is SB3 going to Dynamite or Rampage? Also, hope y'all have a great day. Wish my mum, Corin, happy birthday. Thanks and love you all. Happy birthday, Corin. Happy birthday. SB3, are you going to any Dynamites or Rampages? I think you answered this earlier. Uh, yeah, I'm going to the Author Ass Stadium September 22nd, uh, AEW Dynamite. I, I've already put in a media application for the new work show, so we'll see. We'll see about those. Um, I, I don't know about any rampages on the East Coast, and I'm not going to go all the way to Chicago. I got friends in Chicago, but I'm not going to go to Chicago, even though I would love to be there for CM Punk's debut. I'll be watching it from home and live tweeting. So check me out. Of course. Yeah, you see top right-hand corner. Check the boy out. Uh, Chris Pichu also says, evening, gents. Much love. And he uses the emoji. Uh, Daily boys, thank you for the hard work you all do. Thank you very much, CP, my man. 
Uh, thank you very much for everything you do for this show. Uh, like reminding me that we have ultra chats. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. I will let you all get over to Love Island. Uh, and of course, AW Dynamite is on tonight's best show of the week right now. Don't, don't tell anyone that I said this, but it is the best. Um, Malachi Black and Cody tonight. Wow, yeah. If Cody goes over. Oh, uh, so we have to uh, wait and see on that one. But anyway, uh, I will be back tomorrow with Steph Chase for the first time in a couple of weeks. I've been busy on Thursdays. Um, we'll be in the place to talk everything AEW. And then it's either Louis or SP uh, or Sean Ross Sapp on Friday. We just don't know which one it is yet. Sean Ross Sapp's big league in us. But until then, guys, thank you very much for joining us right here on Wrestling Day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.